Hello, welcome to Sarcasm Colored Glasses. I am your host, Critical J, and we are here today to talk about something that is, as I always say, near and dear to my heart, um, Star Wars. And you might be saying to yourself, well, what's been going on with Star Wars? Like, uh, Mandalorian ended a while ago, and um, all this other talk is stuff like I haven't seen any new movies. What the hell? So, um, as you may or may not know, as, you know, some of the, you know, Star, Star, oh my god, I almost said Star Trek, Star Wars fans, you know, we all range, you know, like some people, they're just straight original trilogy, sometimes they're prequel trilogy, and, you know, sometimes they're just movies, and sometimes they're like me, where it's like movies, cartoons, video games, everything that has to do with it, comic books as well. Um, so I am here to fill you in and what you might have missed out on and might be missing. And in this case is The Bad Batch, which is the most recent Disney Plus series that um, is current. Well, just finished streaming, but is uh, still available on there. The most newly released um, thing to do with the Star Wars universe. And as I talked about before, you know, we've got a lot coming out for Star Wars um, as far as, you know, what Disney Plus has in mind for what's going on. Um, and this is all just on Disney Plus. This have anything to do with, you know, any movies coming out, which is incredible because, you know, um, you know, like it or hate it or whatever, but, you know, our um, sequel trilogy is over. So that whole, you know, nine episode thing, we're not getting any more of that. You know, our, our, our Skywalker saga is over. So, but, you know, to going Beyond the casual fan, there is so much more to the Star Wars universe, as we have seen in The Mandalorian, that we are missing. And, and some of you might be saying like, oh yeah, but you know, that's just a cartoon. I don't watch the cartoon stuff. But those same people that are saying, I don't watch the cartoon stuff, are watching The Mandalorian and, and being utterly confused at who these characters are. And while it was done very well to show that... um you know, the characters that did come from live action out of the Clone Wars, um, while they were instituted and shown in a way that you can, like, you know, you don't need to have the backstory to enjoy what's going on in The Mandalorian, but if you do have that backstory, it gives you so much more of a fuller aspect of the universe. And as I always say, we're all about universe building. And the and the amazing things about the Mandalorian was that it not only was a well done show, which was you know interesting, entertaining, dialogues great, characters are great, you know the relationship between um, you know Mando and Grogu and everything around it all amazing, but they also built on the universe. It wasn't just something going on in the Star Wars universe. You know, if you happen to remember Bubba Fett in, you know, one of the old movies that, okay, you have some idea of what a Mandalorian is, even though that is really just kind of touching on it. Um, and as well as in, uh, you know, the prequel trilogy where you have, you know, Bubba's father, um, Jango, which also still didn't even touch on the culture. Um, but where do you get that culture from? As I've said before, from the Clone Wars. And also in, in Rebels continuing on within uh, Sabine Wren. Um, which, you know, a, another thing which 
brings you as which is more world building and something that you know at the end of the Mandalorian when Moth Gideon pulls out that dark saber if you did not know about Sabim and um Death Watch and all that stuff that came out of the Clone Wars and Rebels you wouldn't get it yeah you see him come out with you know a black lightsaber but then you're like you're kind of like okay it's like yeah that's cool but I don't get it you know and if you are coming out of this world, you're like, oh my God, he's got the Darksaber. And then you're asking all the questions about how did he get the Darksaber? And you know you know all that stuff from all the history and it's building off of previous shows. Um, and that's you know the greatest thing in our culture right now is that we're not just spitting out shows. It's We're spitting out universes. Shows tie into each other. And so let me get back down to the Bad Batch, um, which you know I haven't spoken anything about. So you're like, okay, well, what does that mean? So let's, let's take it down to, okay, you are a casual Star Wars watcher. You've seen all nine movies, nothing much else. Will, will this show anything to you? Actually, this will give you more 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 relevant to you than the mandalorian um it was relevant towards anything else or the things that came into the the mandalorian from um the cartoon world this show fills in the blanks what blanks might you say it fills in the blanks between episode three and four and actually, and if you really like, you know, if you're like me, it's like it's the blanks between episode three and let's see, what was the next thing in the timeline? Not solo, um, technically Rebels, I think. It was Re- yeah, because in timeline, we're talking about we've got Rebels, which takes place, it's the beginning of the rebellion, and solo which the rebellion's out there, but it's not kind of big, and he's not involved with it. And then you have um, Rogue One, which is literally about five minutes before um, episode four. So rebellion's full-blown. So actually, Solo kind of could be acting at the same time as any one of those two. It could be going on during Rebels, um, because Rebels does span across a couple of years. Um, It definitely, well, yeah, it's got definitely before Rogue One, because Rogue One um, is literally just before, but it's kind of, yeah, no, 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 okay, actually, Solo technically takes place before Rebels, now that I'm doing the math for it, but anyway, you may not even seen these things, so, (laughs) but it it fills in the blanks of that gap time, um, literally, from the end of, not even from the end of, it's actually before Order Order 66 happens, so going into and from, um, Actually, no, no, I'm sorry. That's that's the last season of Clone Wars um, that actually fills in from there. But Bad Batch, which actually, this is why I'm getting confused, because Bad Batch was introduced into that last season. And what are they, what is this show about? It is about an elite squad of clones, troopers that, you know, were genetically engineered, on top of genetic engineering, to like, you know, have elevated, um, attributes but at the same time then they also have like a downside of social things so you're already walking into something where you're a bunch of misfits right and we love things that are misfits that's why we love things like suicide squad and stuff you know like misfits are fun so 
these guys, you know, and they have different abilities. You know, you've got crosshairs, which is like, you know, he's like the uh, the sharpshooter, can't miss. But um, he's also got like this flat, straight personality where he's all about the shot. You know, anything emotional, whatever, completely beyond him. You've got tech who is like um, super like into computers? Like he he's he's your MacGyver. Like you know he'll take a like silly string and bubble gum and he'll make like some flex capacitor or whatever out of it. I don't know. Um, but you know, but he's also same thing. Social aspects does not understand. You know, he's like he's basically like data out of Star Trek. You know, super smart, super ingenuitive, but like you tell a joke and he's like that does not compute, you know, and then you've got Wrecker, who's this huge, huge freaking, like, monster clone who could literally wreck things, you know, I mean, their, their, their names all, they all, <laughs> obviously are all off of what their skill is, you know, but, you know, he's like, smash, 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 you know, super Hulk, but, like, you know, intelligence-wise, like, minus one, you know, but also, like, you have these big, giant beasts, also super kind heart, um, and then, um, God, what is the leader's name? I forgot. It's slipping my head right now. But, um, God, why am I forgetting it? I don't know. But you've got your leader guy who's like, you know, super, the, the high perception guy. And he also, he's the planner and he gets all these things, you know. So he's like the above it all figure out of things so that, you know, it makes sense for him. A um, little bit off socially, but not as extreme as the others. And so th this is our Bad Batch. So it's basically a Bad Batch of clones. Um, so they were introduced to us in the first couple of episodes of the last season of Clone Wars. You know, basically, you know, they're pinned down and... Um, and, you know, and they're like, oh, reinforcements are coming in. And here come, like, these five guys that like, you know, really F stuff up, and then just, you know, walk out all casually, and then, you know, we see a couple episodes of them going off on these missions, where they end up picking up a clone trooper from the Clone Wars, um, who was thought to be lost, Echo, and he ends up becoming one of them, so, and again, relationship relationships, you know, tying on to old stories and stuff. And so, you know, you had these couple of episodes and then you went into Ahsoka's story, which continued on um, to what happened during Order 66 as far as, you know, you know, like what happened in her world during it. Because as far as we see in the movies, really like, you know, um, the Emperor calls it and we just see all the Jedi getting killed off by the clone troopers. But, you know, when you're going into, and then all of a sudden, in our next movies, we've got stormtroopers, and even in um, what you call it, even in Rebels, they're stormtroopers. So it was basically people hired and trained for this job, not clones. So we were like, well, what happened to the clones? Even in Rebels, like you know, they you there are some of the clones that you know you interact with a little bit, and it ties back into that. But it's to the it's not you're still not really getting as full a picture, you know, because they just kind of touch on it because that's not the main thing they're doing. You don't get that transition of it. So what does the Bad Batch do? The Bad Batch, like I said, fills in those blanks. It gives you that transition. So literally, you know, Order 66 goes off, but these guys, like I said, they're off. So it doesn't click quite for them. So they're running into this, like, you know, basically, like, you know, the... In, in a flick of switch, the the uh, the republic's gone and the emperor and the empire's here, 
and you know they're basically trying to figure out what side of the law they're on you know because they were doing any they're not about that's the thing you know they're troopers so troopers are supposed to you know they're like you do what you're told you know they were literally born and bred for this but you know you also have a sense of moralcy so they're they're doing what they're told but what they're what they were told was the right thing to do they're putting down the rebellion of separatists but now that that rebellion is gone you think okay well you know job's done whatever but then you're like okay so that but then people are rebelling against what was going on there but the people that are rebels now aren't the bad guys you know so you know you there's a whole lot of transitional stuff of them trying to figure out where they are in their lives but you know also like it touches on it actually doesn't just touch on it it explains really that transition from clones to stormtroopers and what goes on with that um and and you're like okay well you know like i don't care about stormtroopers or whatever stuff like that it's like okay yeah whatever but you know there's also they also give backstories in there too because there's without giving like many uh major spoiler alerts but you have backstory to two rebels characters um where they were at this time and how they became who they are later on in the series um so it's connecting to that even more so then you're basically you know you're coming off of clone wars you're pulling a little rebels you're pulling in some you know um episode three and you're leading up to episode four and everything's go that's going on with that so this is this is this is amazing. This isn't something where it's just like, oh yeah, this is just some cartoon for like you know people that watch cartoons. It's something that has like a, a well developed storyline that is in the Star Wars universe. And for those people that are choosing to you know push to just watch what's coming out there in the movies or live action things like that you're missing out on where because i'm i'm telling you because like the mandalorian proved that these cartoons these cartoon stories which are canon canon i tell you are coming into the live action world so this is something where you know it might end up being in one of these other spin-offs that um, Disney Plus is doing in the live action world. So it makes a difference. And also, it, um, you know, I can't, I can't put this point out there even more. And because all these people that are making these Star Wars movies, they are fans of all Star Wars. And that, that's what actually makes me so happy about everything that's going on is because these people aren't just trying to make Star Wars movies. They are they're 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 building on a universe that is there so people who watch solo you want to understand that last scene credit with darth maul or at that point just maul then you would have to watch clone wars and rebels because if you were somebody to watch one of those and you saw him pop up you wouldn't be someone that would be like didn't this guy you cut in half like in you know some other movie what's going on here you're scratching your head what why is this guy alive and why is he running a crime syndicate but if you have watched either one slash both of those shows you would know what happened to to Dar darth maul after that how he ended up you know 
evolving into a crime boss um, and uh, and everything else that he gets into. And that and the fact that he was in that end credit shows that he may be popping up more because it's like, why just throw him in at the end, you know? And especially if he's going to Kira and he's like, we've got many things to do together, you know? So one, he's coming back. Two, she's coming back. So you've already got more stuff, you know? And, and who knows? Maybe they're coming back in the movies. Maybe they're coming back in a cartoon. Maybe they're coming back in a TV show. We don't know because guess what, folks? It is the same universe. It doesn't matter what medium it is. The same story is happening throughout. It's like in the real world. It doesn't matter which newspaper you pick up. It doesn't matter if you're reading online, if you're reading a newspaper, or if you're listening to podcasts, that news is the same. That story that they picked up is the same stuff going on. So, and that's the way these movies are being built. These movies, these shows, these cartoons, that is what it is. It's making it a its own reality. So, you know, and, you know, it's like you got people like me talking about this stuff like it's fact, you know, but it's, it is science fiction, it is nonfiction, whatever, but they are making it its own type of nonfiction, you know, so it's, it's given its own story, its own world that is going throughout that does not end when that series ends, and that is something that builds up loyalty, you know, um, you, you've got people watching because they're like, well, to know this whole full story, to understand all these other things, then I need to get all this other stuff. You know, that's kind of like back when um, the Civil War comic was out. And, uh, you know, and I started reading the Civil War comic, but then, you know, then it's like, it has like, oh, Amazing Spider-Man Civil War. And um, and it has like uh, the... the um, the Thunderbolt Civil War. Would I ever read a Thunderbolts comic before? Absolutely not. But to follow the story that was going on, I had to read that Thunderbolts one. But then it also got me, you know, reading a little bit more and then finding out who the Thunderbolts are. And, you know, and I honestly hadn't really even read Spider-Man comics, but then it started getting me reading more. And then I was not, I was reading the amazing and the spectacular, and I forgot what the other one was. But all of this stuff having its own civil war things having to do with it because it was its own world but you know like i said that builds loyalty it gets you reading other things just to get a full picture just to you know because like sometimes like yeah the one main storyline is full and complete but you know they'll always mention something that um or say like you know they go uh you turn one page and they're going off somewhere and then you know at your next your next series, they're somewhere else, and that, you know, it's jobs done, but what happened during that job? A lot of important stuff, you know, that may come up later, so this is why these type of shows are so impactful for, you know, um, for this Star Wars universe, because it's showing that, you know, that one, that they care, and if it's anything that you want from your writers, producers, directors, and actors, is you want to see that they care, you know, because if they care, then it means that they care that you care about it, you know, that they are putting their passion into it because they want to be as excited about it as you are, um, I mean, this is kind of the, the thing that really was kind of the problem with uh, the sequel tr- trilogy. And don't get me wrong. As I've said before, I enjoyed it. Um, do I agree with the things that are that are said? Yeah, of course so. 
you know, nobody's making it up. It's, a, you know, it's a, it's all just a matter of how much things bother you. I choose to let it not bother me that much that I won't watch it. But, you know, it's, you know, in the back of my mind, it does bother me. And I can't say it's like, yeah, you know, this would be better this way. Or, yeah, this part doesn't make any sense or whatever. But, you know, I'm not picky like that, you know, especially when it comes to Star Wars stuff. Um, but, you know, if it was, if it was done on that same caliber as the Mandalorian and, you know, the Clone Wars, Bad Batch, Rebels, all of that stuff, would I be 150 times more excited and enjoyable? Hell freaking yes, you know, and it is, it you know, like I said, the, the failing of it is why people are so upset is because, you know, you don't feel that passion, you know, you didn't quite get that, um, that this is something that is built in relation to other things, other than the fact that we're just redoing the original series because we're too afraid that people are gonna, you know, not want to see something different. So we're just gonna take three movies and make them just like three other movies, um, but we're gonna put new people in them. <laughs> and you know, it's just like you know, it's. It, it, I mean, you, you got to step out there, you know, they stepped it out there with the Mandalorian and look where everybody is. So many people that are not Star Wars fans are talking about the Mandalorian. Uh, some lady at my job was talking about, she's like, you know, she didn't even know what to call it. You know, she's like, she's like, oh, yeah, you know, that that show with Baby Yoda, man, that thing was really good. And, you know, and, and you know, my inside nerd brain is freaking out. It's like, it's girl, girl, stop calling them Baby Yoda. They never say Baby Yoda, <laughs> you know, but, you know, like I, I'm also, you know, it's like people who don't watch Star Wars. I'm not going to complain about it, you know, um, well, yeah, I'll complain about it, but I'm not going to hold it against you, um, but, you know, but the, to say that this show is good, and this is somebody who I would never freaking think would watch Star Wars or anything like that, this isn't where, like, somebody's like, yeah, I grew up on this stuff or whatever, it's like, no, I got involved in this show randomly, and, you know, maybe they do find themselves watching, uh, the other Star Wars things, you know, and so, that's what you want, you know, you, you build that passion and that love, um, in all sorts of different people by putting into it like that, by, you know, doing something like the Bad Batch that will, you know, take something that's very minor, you know, I mean, you, you think about that gap between, um, episode three and four, it's like, you know, like, like I said, you know, it's that main story thing, which technically can be closed off easily, like, okay, well, you know, it's like we, uh, we killed off all the Jedi with the clone troopers, and then, you know, and then, you know, somehow we ended up using stormtroopers later on instead. Um, what happened to clones doesn't particularly matter. Um, but, you know, and, th and that's how the movies go. But, you know, there there's those questions. There is that, there is that untapped potential which the Bad Batch hits on. As far as, you know, what happened and, um, you know, and like, and why, you know, and, and it's just not that flick of a switch of things, you know, um, it's like, yeah, years pass, but, you know, do I need to read a book to figure out what passed here? You know, it's like, no, it's like, let's watch this cartoon, you know, and, um, but it, it's, it's just like the Mandalorian and the fact that it's not even just about filling in blanks. It's done well. It's got its own story and characters and stuff that stand on their own, you know? It's just not a fill-in-the-blank thing. It's, you know, it's like Rogue One. Rogue One took that one idea out of um, Episode 4 to... Um, of, like, you know, like, okay, the Rebels stole the, the Death Star plans. You know, in 
episode six with the second Death Star, all they really mention is like, you know, many Bothans died to get this information, you know, um, for, and, it, you know, and so, you know, is there a story of like, is there a rogue two between, um, uh, five and six? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe that would be beating a dead horse. We don't need to see two sets of teams going after the, the, the dark Death Star plans. Um, but, you know, but it took that little thing of the rebels taking the um, the plans and getting them to Princess Leia that she has to get to Obi-Wan, which blah, 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 the entirety of episode four. Um, from that little one thing, they made an entire movie, but it was a full movie and a movie about characters. And they had their own characters, their own existence, um, to the point where we have got a series on Cassian Andor coming out. So that is to show that, you know, like this one little filler has another thing coming out in relation to it. Um, so that shows that there is interest, there is passion um, for all of these things. So... You know, the Bad Batch could be bringing up more. You expect to see more of these guys. And definitely, it, it ended in a point where it really wasn't like, you know, it's like, yeah, if they said, like, oh, we didn't do any more, like, there is no more of this, then it could be sold. You know, it could be like, you know, this is the end of it. But it also, in the same terms, it, you know, could open up to another season easily because there's still so much and all of their episodes, you still feel like you could still be interested in seeing more of what these guys do. There's so still so much more potential um, of storyline between this space of these guys, what end up happening to these guys um, and what do they do along the way? So th that is great, you know, and it's great to not just have some standalone thing where it's like, you know, because some shows they are like, okay, so they're written for this one season just to fill in this little question, and then that's it of it. You know, you could have said that about Rogue One because, you know, it filled it, it answered that question, but then what happened? We have a series on Cassian because it is that interesting and there's that much more to talk about. So, and the same thing here. So anyway, I could go on and on and on about these things. Um, like I tell you, Star Wars totally near and dear to my heart, um, more than anything else. Um, and there's uh, and I could still feel like you know I haven't instructed you enough. <laughs> um, but um, you know, the, definitely check out the Bad Batch. It is so worth it. And I'm giving you a single spoiler about it. I really just told you what it's about. So like awesome. Thank you, me. Um, so uh, so check it out. It's so worth it. And I and one thing I do hope I hope that it makes you want to go back and you know watch the things that are related to go watch the Clone Wars is so valuable. Not to say every single episode of it is because me myself I skip over stuff. And I've told you guys that before. Like um. I totally skipped the C-3PO and R2-D2 going on an adventure thing, you know? <laughs> All the things like that, I don't give to you frying fracks, um, you know? And, and there are going to be episodes like that, you know? But it's also like, in the and Disney Plus, they, they recognize that. You know, this thing's like, what, like eight freaking seasons long, and they're not short seasons either. Um, so, you know, it's kind of it's kind of hard to sell going back to watch this thing just because you're watching one show but you know they have things where like they have a broken up like essential episodes so you know like things that are either related to ahsoka or, or like ahsoka and um and anakin 
or things that are related to the overall thing, you know, like they bring it up really well. And, you know, um, you can watch just these things and be okay. Uh, and and that's, that's also the great thing about it is you don't need to watch every single freaking episode to really grasp the greatness of it. Just, just get that in. And, and Rebels is really short. Well, no, Rebels, is, I think they were like three seasons, but it's like, it's not like 20 episodes per season and it flows really well. So that's definitely worth a watch. So anyway, here is my Star Wars rant on the Bad, Bad Batch and the entire universe that is, is related to it and everything that can come for it. Um, so Again, like, subscribe, follow me on Twitter, um, HJism, or in, um, Instagram if that floats your boat a little bit better, hashtag JISM, spelled out hashtag. And um, I hope your prescription's filled and you are seeing clearly. Until next time, guys.